Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Gay News America. My name is Brandon Carmody. We want to welcome our listeners inside the United States and around the world. This week, President Trump withdrew guidance which advised public schools to treat transgender students equally under Title IX. Title IX is a federal non-discrimination law that says public school students cannot be discriminated against based on their sex. Organizers moved quickly and members of the community rallied in front of the infamous, or famous rather, uh, Stonewall Inn on Thursday. We're quoting from ABC7. Protesters hit back the only way they could against President Trump's rollback of transgender protections in public schools. They took to the streets in droves. Hundreds came out Thursday night standing in the shadow of the famed Stonewall Inn to protest the Trump administration's rollback of some transgender protections in schools. Tim Moss, the host of Artists Exposed, was there, and we're going to play for you a clip from his Facebook live stream. I'm down at uh, Stonewall. We've got another rally. It's begun. The people are speaking. When all trans youth are under attack, what do we do? Stand up, fight back. When all trans youth are under attack, what do we do? Stand up, fight back. That's Tim on stage right now. Trans youth. Trans youth. Trans youth. Trans youth. You're getting a backstage view here. Hey. All right. Um, so Tim Moss, again, the host of Artists Exposed. Uh, we want to welcome you to Gay News America. Tim, it's a pleasure to speak with you. Yes, Brandon, it's wonderful to be here. Thank you very much for having me on. That was a very energetic sounding crowd, Tim. Um, so tell us from your backstage viewpoint where you were live streaming, um, tell us what did you see and hear at the Stonewall on Thursday from various members of our community who showed up to speak out? Well, uh, there was a lot of passion. There was a lot of fear and there was anger. Um but there was also a lot of love and a lot of support for the for our trans brothers and sisters. That's great. Um, That's great. And would you estimate it to be had, in the hundreds? Oh yes, most definitely, most definitely. It was it was a very large turnout, especially considering that they only really had about twenty four hours to organize this event. It was it was a wonderful turnout, and we had um, a lot of speakers from the LGBT community and primarily the trans community. Um, and we also had a, some parents, some mothers of trans uh, children, and it, it gave some very warm, loving, passionate speeches. It was it was a very moving experience. That's great. That's great, um, and so vital and important, of course. Now, how personal mm-hmm. is this fight for you, Tim? Um, and will you share with the listeners your feelings about the trans community? and how they're feeling about this latest action by the Trump administration. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it has literally put the trans kids in their crosshairs when it leaves the ability in schools and states' hands to decide whether or not to exclude them from using the restroom of the gender they identify with. So how are they feeling and reacting to this this action from the Trump administration? I would say the first word that comes to mind is betrayal, that, that they're – he once again, Trump just has this running pattern of saying one thing and doing something else. And 
they're scared. I mean, in, in, in many ways, they're, the children are scared for their lives. Um, unfortunately, I have also heard um, of, of, of an increase in trans suicides just since that ruling. Um, I, again, I don't know the statistics nationwide, but here in, in my community, uh, in New York City, I've, I've heard of some trans suicides, which is just horrifying. For one thing, you have to understand, these are, are bathrooms that some of these kids, that, the bathroom that they have always went to, um, and now someone who is living their life as, as a woman or as a young girl or a boy is now going to be forced in many states to start using the opposite bathroom. And that can really put them in danger from it from can. the other kids in the school. Mm-hmm. For everything from bullying so to potential hate crimes, uh, there there's a number of possibilities, isn't there? Most definitely, most definitely. And probably things that we can't even think of, you know? It's just, it's really a frightening time. Uh, but it was just so um, encouraging and inspiring to see the amount of people that came out so quickly in support of the trans community. And, and once again, I do feel that this is kind of the beginning, that it is going to spread to the other letters in there, the L and the G and the B, as well as the T. Now, you were saying in your live stream with, uh, you know, some fellow reporters and whatnot, I literally quoted you as saying, I can't believe we have to come back again. Uh, I just want to ask, is that in yeah. broader context, like going back to Stonewall's history, or is that from recent history? What uh, what was the significance of, of you and fellow reporters saying you have to come back again? Or I can't believe you're back again because at Stonewall. Yes, well, we were just back. There was a very large rally at Stonewall just a few weeks ago as well, just protesting Trump and the administration uh, and the fears that the LGBT community had. And then a few weeks later, boom, it started. The first thing that really affects our community directly, and we had to come back. We had to return to Stonewall and start protesting again. And I'm just fearful that this will be a pattern, that we will just be at Stonewall quite frequently as he continues to strip away our rights. The, the rights that we had fought so hard for for so long and we've made such strides and such progress and had a feeling of security and safety that we had ne that we've never had before when i first came out i grew up in the midwest in the 60s and the 70s the, there was no lgbt community i you had to search out the gay community because it was just kind of beginning and it was underground it was not even even reflected in society in any way. It was a very hidden community. And then after a few years, we started to come out and emerge a little bit more. And yeah. the, the, the um, saying of, of, of we're here, we're queer, get used to it. And then it got to the place where marriage equality actually passed. And we were able to actually get married and live openly and were considered part of the American fabric in, in um interwoven into the American fabric of society. And now they're trying to undo that. They're trying to unravel 
unravel our our threads in American society again. And and it just has this overwhelming feeling of being unsafe because we don't know what the future leads and this it leaves open to the possibility of bullying and um hatred and just just the rise of all the things that we have fought against for so long. And now they're undoing it and just kind of putting us right back where we were years ago. And it's just sad and frightening. Yes, Tim. And I want to, I want to put some specifics on that. So Seth Meyers and others have pointed out that Trump tweeted during the campaign to the LGBTQ community specifically, I will fight for you. And many of the conservatives in the quote unquote gays for Trump that we have been speaking to and interviewing, you know, since we've been on the air just in 2017, have strongly defended this president as being the, I'm sorry, I have to laugh a little bit, as being the most yeah. <laughs> LGBT friendly president coming into office. That's what they say about the president. And he, he said that in a tweet, you know, I will fight for you. But Tim, an administration is not just comprised of the president alone. You know, obviously there's a cabinet, there's a vice president, you know, Steve Bannon is in there, Jeff Sessions is attorney general. Oh. So, Oh. Do you see this as the first strike, like the first drawing of blood? Is this the first betrayal of the community of that promise that I will fight for you? And what broader concerns do you think the community should have? Well, if he's going to fight for us, I wish he would start, get started, because in my opinion, yes, I do feel that this is the first of many, many betrayals to come. He has always been a liar. He always will be a liar. He says, I will fight for you, and unfortunately, many people believed him. And he has absolutely no intention, and the cabinet that he has put around him are going to continue to strip away the LGBT because they do not consider us part of, of normal society. And I, it, it, again, this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning, in my opinion. They are not allies of the LGBT communities. They never will be the allies of our community. Um, and we just need to continue to voice our opinion, and we need our, our community and our, the allies of our community to continue to come out in droves and stand up. And in my opinion, the people still have power in this country. It is was established as a country for the people, of the people, by the people, and for the people. Now is a time when I think the people are going to have to rise up and take control again. I think you're right. Um, I know you're right. You have the President of the United States out there saying that the media is your enemy, to which not just the media, but the public is looking at that sort of in horror, like, you know, it's in the Constitution, the right of free, uh, the, the freedom of the press is in the Constitution. So I saw a list yesterday of all the steps that a nation or a country can take that leads to total fascism, and we're basically halfway mm -hmm. through the list. We're at the stage right now, which is, yeah. now it's the media, you know, destroy people's faith in the media. So we're halfway through the list of fascism. But I digress. <laughs> um, I want to ask you. No, you're absolutely right. I'm going to quote real yes, quick well, here from BuzzFeed News. You're a New Yorker, right? Yes. Well, I'm originally okay, from so, the Midwest, but I've lived in New York for over 30 years. So. 
here's what uh, BuzzFeed is saying about New York. Uh, New York included made it clear that they would continue to enforce bans on trans discrimination in schools. Um, New York Attorney yes. General Eric Schneiderman told BuzzFeed dude on Wednesday that trans students in New York will be protected by Title IX. So New York yes. is already saying that trans students will be safe. Um, that's a great start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, ab- absolutely. And that I'm I'm very proud of our governor of everyone of Eric Schneider everyone that everyone here is is standing up for what i consider to be the right thing for all americans uh unfortunately a lot of trump's followers they only heard what he had to say and i think I, I have been trying to figure out how he got elected in the first place and my brain hurts from trying to figure it out um <laughs> but he told people what they wanted to hear he told them he was anti-establishment, and a lot of people are just tired of big government, I think. And so they trusted. They believed him. Trump is what I have always said. Trump always has been and always will be what I call a typical New York con man. And he pulled off the biggest con that the United States has ever seen. And they don't know it yet. He has lied and twisted and turned to tell people what they want with no intention of following through. His words mean nothing. They never have and they never will. And it's we're really in an extremely frightening place in our history. And I honestly hope we survive this. I really do. Because I have doubts that we could. There, there are possibilities that we won't survive this. And but we that's why, again, I have faith in the American people, that the American people will wake up, that the American people will come to the realization of just who this man is and start to fight for what is right for all of us. Everybody across this nation has has LGBT, one of those letters in their family in their community, in their neighborhood, in their classrooms. And there are LGBT people everywhere. It, we're just people in this country that have always been considered second-rate citizens. We finally got the rights to be equal citizens pretty much, and now he's wanting to step us, to push us back down, back down into the shadows again. And we're not going to do that. We, we refuse to step back into the dark shadows. We have stepped out in the light, yeah. and that's where we deserve to be. Well, and we'll, we'll continue to follow it closely. We're also exploring the, the story that's out there, that this was a contentious decision about the school guidance, that perhaps Betsy DeVos uh, opposed it, and uh, Attorney General Jeff Sessions mm. could not get her to relent, and they ended up in a private meeting in the Oval Office in the White House where mm-hmm. – perhaps Wrights Priebus and Jeff Sessions pressured Betsy DeVos to drop her opposition. So at this point, they don't seem to all share the same agenda, but the people at the top are overriding, you know, our school well, official. But um, Call it what I, it I is. Do wanna... Call it what it is. Yeah. Call it what it is. They're bullying her. They bullied her. Yes. That's yes. who we've got in those offices right now. 
in in for the next four years. Although I don't personally believe it, um, there are active no. investigations. The Russia smoking gun is not going away. But this will be the most mm-hmm. awkward segue in history because we're now down to two minutes. <laughs> Tim Moss is the host of Artists Exposed. That was a clean segue. <laughs> uh, Tim, will you tell our tell tell our listeners about your show, Artists Exposed? What's your format? What types of events and guests do you have on your show and cover? Oh, I have such a wonderful time doing this show. And thank you so much for airing it on Gay News America. I really appreciate that, Brandon. Um, We've just recently started airing on on Gay News America, my episodes. It's an hour-long show about LGBT entertainment, or primarily. It's not exclusively LGBT. I do independent artists as well. Um, I I guess I'm an equal opportunity um, show. I I also allow straight people on my show occasionally, too. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. <laughs> but I, I love I love interviewing and playing the new music of new up and coming LGBT singer songwriters. I cover theater, um, film, uh television, music, um, authors, uh from from all around the world actually, mostly in the New York City area. And I also have had the wonderful opportunities of covering a lot of LGBT events. Night of a Thousand Downs is coming up. The Glad Media Awards is coming up. And those always have, like, celebrities. I had the opportunity to interview Deborah Harry from Blondie and Linda Carter, Wonder Woman, and, and so on and so forth. Sam Champion. Um, just some wonderful people that are allies or in the LGBT community and were leaders in the community. So that's what I will continue to do is just bring you – Continue covering these events and interviewing people and giving people exposure and um, helping helping to lend a hand to their careers. That's what Artists Exposed is all about, and I love doing that. Fantastic. Tim Moss, host of Artists Exposed, mm-hmm. we appreciate you. And uh, uh, you can hear Artists Exposed a weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific on uh, Gay News America. Mm-hmm. Once again, our guest today has been Tim Moss. Thank you for your reporting from the Stonewall Inn, and we hope to speak with you again in the future. Um, and we're down to 30 seconds, so we're going to send you all out. Have a good day. (laughs) Thank you.